All right, everybody. Welcome back to LifeCast. might notice that that title is a little different from the previous four episodes, right, Brett? I think we've done That's four. right. Episode um, five coming up. Yeah, episode five is where we are sitting right now. Uh, I'm Dan Lanny with uh, my friend, partner, and sometimes confidant, Mr. Brett Lesher, uh, chairman of the board, executive director at Staff Fellowship. Uh, I just ride the coattails and make sure that the pictures look good. Yeah, those coattails are very short. (laughs) That's right. Great to be with everybody today. And uh, yeah, so uh, LifeCast, we've been calling this the LifeCast podcast, Brett, for uh, the last couple months, our first four episodes. And uh, we have condensed. Uh, We are are just uh, calling it LifeCast now. Uh, so that's what you will be hearing each time you tune in on Apple, Apple Podcasts or, or Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever you uh, consume your podcast content. Uh, so yeah, just check us out at, at LifeCast. Uh, the title for that um, will still be the LifeCast podcast when you search for it. Um, we will let you know when that title changes, um, but the name is LifeCast now. So we're excited about that from uh, business leaders to educators to coaches uh, and everything in between. Uh, so we, we've got a great one today. Uh, we're really excited to, uh, to have him with us. Uh, and I have the privilege of introducing him today. His name is Mr. Scott Habib. Scott, how you doing? I'm doing great, guys. I'm really glad to be here with you all. Yeah, Scott. Awesome. Coming to us all the way from uh, uh, Roanoke, Virginia. We are here in Leesburg, Virginia. Um, I got to uh, clarify. Hold on. I, I live in Salem. Okay? Salem. Now, we're next to Roanoke, <laughs> and, and you guys in Northern Virginia, I know sometimes y'all forget about this in the state, but yeah. down here, <laughs> Salem is a very distinct community, and uh, <laughs> as a Salemite, I have to correct you there. We love Roanoke, but it's Salem. Yeah. So... Uh, it, Shout out to Salem. Uh, yep, I have been to the Salem Park. Civic Center. I have been for yeah. a high school state championship game, and I've also been to there the Roanoke go. Star. Two very different landmarks. Well, there you go. And uh, um, so uh, shout out to Salem, uh, Salem, Virginia, and uh, Salem High School. Mr. Yeah. Scott Habib uh, is the principal at Salem High School. And uh, he began his career there in 1997 as a history teacher and a coach. In 2004, he moved into the role of assistant principal, also at Salem High School. And since 2013, he's been serving as Salem High School's principal. So he has spent a lot of time um, giving back to the Salem community down there and certainly to the Salem High School community quite uh, impressive. And outside of school, Scott regularly speaks at schools and conferences across the country. Most commonly, he speaks about freshman transition, formative assessment, standards-based learning, and something I'm really interested in and we're going to talk more about in just a few minutes, going beyond the content to inspire and motivate students. He is also 
Um, Scott, you can clean this part up for me if you need to. Um, are you the founder of uh, the uh, of a not-for-profit named or called Masterpiece Alliance? Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Uh, some friends and I all started together, so I'm on the board, and I'm also the non-paid executive director of, of that organization. <clears throat> so uh, Full transparency, yeah. Yeah, such is life in the not-for-profit mm-hmm. world, yes. Yeah. Um, right. And uh, we're going to hear more about Masterpiece Alliance in just a few minutes. Uh, Scott, we are thrilled to have you with us today. Um, and, uh, you know, for our, our listeners, I, I just need to give um, just a 30-second to, to one-minute story because, you know, God has really, um, really used my experience meeting Scott in, in, in just such a neat way. Um, Scott uh, presented down at the Virginia Elementary, um, Virginia Association of Elementary School Principals, VAESP conference in, in Virginia Beach, right at the beginning of the summer, right as, as school let out and a uh, beautiful location down there. Scott's presentation uh, was fantastic um, and um, really resonated with me. And I've shared this story with him and with Brett. I was uh, riding home. It's, it's a, a good solid four, four and a half hour ride back up here to Northern Virginia from Virginia Beach and, um, you know, listening to some podcasts, books, those types of things, trying to get the four and a half hours to go as fast as it could and get back home. And, you know, God just really put on my heart on that ride home that I should uh, reach out to Scott when I got back home. He had provided us with his email and contact information uh, really didn't know why, didn't even know what I was going to say to him in, in the email, um, but God just said, I, I want you to reach out, um, and you should contact him, and uh, and that led to a phone conversation that we had about um, our shared faith in, in Jesus Christ, and um, as well as our shared commitment to, to leadership, to public school education. So uh, praise God for uh, putting that on my heart and uh, for the work that uh, that Scott is doing. Um, so Scott, we have a, a special segment that we kick off every episode with, um, and it's called School Us. And okay. we, we are going to ask you to share an experience perhaps from your elementary school or, or middle or high school days that shaped who you are today, something that just sticks in your memory from your from your time back at school uh, when you were a, a student, K-12 student, perhaps even maybe served as motivation for you to to go into the field of education. So, uh, yeah, but it, it can also be just something that comes to memory that has no, you know, real inhabitable trait. For me, I was getting disciplined. <laughs> you know, you can listen to some of that in an earlier podcast. So I don't know if it had any value in the long run, um, but I was disciplined and sent to the hallway. In, so if in, I can set the bar a, low <laughs> in front of his mom, by the way, that's who, right. Yeah. Who also was a so, teacher. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, wherever take, you want to take it, take it away, Scott. Yeah. Let us, well, I could, yeah, go I can ahead. definitely tell you some stories of, of discipline uh, <laughs> situations with me. I, I was ADHD before that was a thing, mm. I, I believe, and I struggled sometimes with just keeping my mouth shut in, in school. But mm. no, I, I think I've had several just sort of shaping uh, influences in my educational career. And it's really started with my mother, 
who is not only a wonderful woman of God, but also was, is an, an educator and instilled in me just a love for history. So there was this sort of growing up, even though some things in school didn't interest me, I always just liked history. And so that was there. And then mm. later on, I had a, a teacher named Steve Wright, who was my PE teacher in the sixth grade. And then later on was my football coach in high school, one of my football coaches. And Steve was just this really just solid man. You know, he just was, he's the type of guy you could always count on for anything. And he uh, led our fellowship of Christian athletes group. Mm. And I saw what it looked like to be a coach, a teacher, an honorable man, to love God. And so, you know, this sort of idea of maybe that could be me was planted. Uh, hmm. And then I was really involved with Young Life when I was in high yeah, school. Yeah, come on. And actually have been involved with Young Life since 1988. Still, in fact, later this evening, I'll be leading a Capernaum group, which is oh, Young Life goodness. for Adolescent awesome. Disabilities. I led Capernaum as yeah. well, Scott. All right. Yep, well, there I we go. That. We have something in common. Yep. And so that's I've been involved nonstop with Young Life since 88. But in high school, those high school years in the 80s and early 90s, I had these college students who just sort of walked into my life and my friends' lives. And I saw what it looked like to give your life away, right? Instead mm-hmm. of doing what you're supposed to do in college, which is find yourself. These mm-hmm. guys, Thad Kizar and Jeff Abels and several other men, they just gave their lives away so I could find mine. And so I went off to Mm. college, not sure what I wanted to do, but this love of history, this role model of what it looks like to coach and to be with young people that way. And then this young life model that I continued to be a part of in college, just all of a sudden one day I woke up and I wanted to be a, a teacher. I don't remember it really like I'm not a kid who, you know, started off their whole life wanting to be a teacher. I just all of a sudden one day said, you know, teaching allows me to do all these things. And so uh, it was really some folks like that who inspired me. But then when I became a teacher, I will just add one more thing, not really from my younger years. I became a teacher and found out I knew nothing about what it was to actually be a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I had a guy named Ray Moore who uh, retired after teaching English for 43 years. But he was my, really, I call him my mentor when I was a, a new teacher who really helped me understand how all those things fit together and how I can be a teacher of content, but also be a teacher who changes kids' lives by being intentional about both. And, and Ray, Ray is absolutely a follower of Jesus and a guy who I learned so much from. So really just a lot of people in my life is sort of, I think God's put them there to sort of guide me where I am. And, and uh, I've been very blessed to, to see some wonderful role models. And, you know, Brett, I, I love, uh, something that Scott just said, and I could see you nodding across the table as well. Um, You know, sometimes we have to give our lives away for someone else to find theirs. And, um, and, and I love that. I love that Scott. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm drawn to, you know, just your, you know, your, your work and what you presented on and, uh, at the conference I referenced earlier with, you know, beyond the content and, and, um, building relationships with students and, and how, uh, you know, even as principals, as teachers, certainly, you know, that's what we're called to do, you know, to give our lives right. away, put ourselves, make ourselves second to pour into, um, into others, um, so that they have an opportunity to, to experience life and, and, uh, um, I just love that. Yeah. Scott, I was going to say, you know, just a lot of my experience too, growing up in Young Life and um, my mom led when she was in college, University of Maryland. Uh, we were a clubhouse in high school. I went on to college and led as well. And and in my early career, started leading Young Life Capernaum in our area up here. 
Um, but just now with with staff fellowship, we partner a lot with Young Life and FCA, two of which you know you you mentioned in your your story, you know, which brings you to today. And um, just curious with Capernaum Club tonight, does it ever break out into a conga line? <laughs> it is like a conga line just waiting to happen. Yep. Um, it is. <laughs> it, it, and I'll tell you, I, I this is a fact. I go to every Capernaum Club exhausted yeah. and a piece of my brain says maybe it would be better if it got canceled tonight because I'm really tired. Mm. And that happens every time. Mm. We have, and it never fails. It is the most energizing, mm. life-giving mm. place yeah. I, I ever am. And yep. it's because more than any, and if you're not familiar, if any listeners are not familiar with Capernaum, it is, it is young life. So it is this yeah. crazy adolescent ministry, but it is all about um, adolescents with disabilities. Yep. And we usually have anywhere from, I don't know, 30 to 75 people there of wow. all types of abilities. And there are no, there's no pretense. There's no walls. Uh, there's no air, you know, nobody puts on airs. It is just people being people and just loving each other. Yeah. And therefore conga lines break out a whole lot yeah. of uh, dance parties, a whole lot of uh, karaoke, uh, just, just more fun than, than you should ever have. It's yeah. great. Man, that you know, how awesome is that? Uh, and you know, I did not. I'm I'm familiar with Young Life only because because of of uh, Brett and and we have a first grade teacher at our school whose husband is. Uh, well, they're both very involved with with Young Life, and um, but I did not realize I had heard you talk about Capernaum before, Brett, but I didn't realize what the focus of it was yeah. and who the the target audience was and um how wonderful is that um so um party of all parties party of all parties that's right um so uh scott you know your your energy just comes through and i'm sure our listeners you know your positivity your energy i would um drop everything to work for you in a heartbeat. I could tell you that, and I barely know you, but just, yeah. you know, and I, I think that's, you know, just speaks to, um, um, you know, who you are as a person, uh, you know, and I'm wondering, you know, how do you maintain that that energy, that positivity? You, you've been doing this work uh, in the principal seat since 2013, since 2004, you've been a, a school-level administrator, Um you know how do you how do you stay grounded how do you how do you maintain that passion walking through the uh the door each day well i have an amazing wife hmm. um i've been married to hot julie for 28 years now and she's wonderful so there is there's life outside of this you know i think hmm. um you know we 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 have to have we have to be well rounded right and and she is a gift from god and i have kids who uh, are just wonderful. And so there's, there's life outside of this, mm. this building, you know, and we're in a small town where it's a one high school town, the principal, the school, the activities here are very much uh, front and center. Um, but there's still life beyond these walls as well too. And a uh, great faith community and uh, a team of folks I'm a part of with Capernaum. And we've mentioned Masterpiece Alliance who are sort of on mission together. And so uh, I think it's important to to make sure that while this is a mission and this is very much part of my life's mission is to be here, that we have other aspects to our life as well too, where we are being fed and we are feeding and we are mm. kind of, you know, uh, have people we lock arms with and 
but uh, but it's a it's a fun job. It is an exciting place to be. So so part of it is just it itself is is exciting. There we had homecoming week a couple of weeks yeah. ago and an outstanding you know pep rally and mm. door decorating competitions and games during lunches. And I work with wonderful folks here, the assistant principals, athletic director, secretaries, teachers, instructional assistants, the custodians. I mean, they're just mm. cafeteria. We've just got great people. And so it's a fun place to be with with fun folks. Uh, that being said, it also can be exhausting. Yeah. Um, there are, there are, it's kind of nonstop at times. And so I think always knowing that there's a bigger reason that I'm here. Hmm. Um, I'm, you know, not here just to make sure that we get kids to class and that kids behave and that uh, lunches get served. Although those are important things to do, but ultimately I believe I was created and I don't believe this because I'm so smart. I believe it because Jesus said it very clearly. I was mm. created to love God and then to love others. Mm. And I think this is a wonderful setting in which to love others. So I think when we live out our purpose, when we live out why we were created, that is in itself life-giving, even if it's tiring and exhausting while we're doing it. And so I, I find this to be a very much of a life-giving opportunity. <clears throat> you know, just, so uh, yeah, such a great, great perspective. And, and uh, you know, you're kind of describing, you know, one of the things that I, I think about and, and something you just mentioned, this is why I volunteer to do the work that I do with Staff Fellowship uh, and with Brett. Uh, you know, days are long and exhausting, but um, but I get fed through the work of staff fellowship, through seeing the impact that it has on our uh, community. And, and I'll have Brett, as part of our wrap-up, kind of talk a, just a little bit more about um, who and, and what staff fellowship is for listeners out there who might be wondering. You know, but, but in our work as, as public school leaders, and, and maybe it's a little different in, in Northern Virginia than it is down in the Salem community, but, um, you know— for the longest time, it, it was hard for me to, um, you know, to live out my faith boldly um, as a public school educator, and and um, you know, God has really called me to um, to exactly what Scott just described. Um, I'm not calling you to do anything but walk in that building and love up on people, um, and and let my light shine through you. Um, yes, there are a gazillion things we do during the day that come along and, um, you know, our to-do lists sometimes don't get to done, uh, for a couple of days. Um, but I, I love that, um, perspective, Scott, and, um, talk to, uh, talk to us a little bit more about, uh, you mentioned it, so I'm going to kind of bring us there, um, about Masterpiece Alliance. Uh, I think our listeners would, uh, would really love to learn more about, uh, that organization. Sure. Yeah. And, and if you want to learn more, one place you can go is masterpiecealliance.org. Um, and then you can also look for us on Facebook and Instagram. I think we're the only thing out there called Masterpiece Alliance. So it should be easy to find. Um, what, what I've experienced, and I think many of us have experienced this in life is that, um, once a student leaves high school, there's different options for them in lives, you know, they take different paths. But if you have, if you have a disability, um, that path can sometimes be very isolating. 
Hmm. So uh, students with certain disabilities can receive services through the age of 22 to the public schools. And if nothing else, they have seven hours a day of school and lots of activities. But beyond that age of 22, often, not always, but often life can be very isolating. And one thing that all of us need is community. Hmm. So, you know, Jesus, what, what did he do? He went and like got a community together and they went and hung out and did things together and ate. And that's sort of like the story yeah. of Jesus is, is this traveling community and, and uh, we all need this. And yet sometimes for folks with disabilities, it's very hard to find. Uh, yeah. There are a few opportunities. Uh, it also can be exhausting for a family to have to sort of spend all that energy and resource time uh, trying to build community for their, for their adult child with, with a disability. So Masterpiece Alliance, our mission is to create community for friends with disabilities. Uh, we, we have done this through a couple strategies. One is we've made sure that Capernaum exists here so that we have a uh, solid Capernaum to work with adolescents. Mm. And then what we have been doing now is focusing on adults. So we've hired a, a staff associate just uh, within the last couple of months. And her job is to go where adults with disabilities are and to love them and to build community. So we have started planning some big events. We've planned small little activities. Uh, we are, for example, we have a bowling thing going on soon, and uh, we've had the groups go to plays together. But we are gradually working to build a community where uh, folks of all abilities can belong. Mm. Uh, we hope to have a place. Uh, we are kind of raising money now uh, for a place to buy or to rent that would essentially be a clubhouse Hmm. That's what the term we use, where there would just be everyday activities, um, meals, dance parties. Um, uh, the local college would have students partnered and maybe teaching classes or guitar lessons or hmm. art That's classes awesome. or cooking classes and, and just where people can belong. We want folks to have a place they belong. So that's what that's what Masterpiece Alliance is doing in our community for adults with disabilities. Mm. I love that. When, when I worked as a, a school counselor at the high school level, we had uh, a program called Partners Club, which seems to intersect in a lot of what you just described, Scott. And, um, you know, may, maybe there's a, a collaboration there or pointing uh, some of the staff up here and volunteers to Masterpiece Alliance for, you know, just a, a fresh perspective of, of what you're planning and what you're already doing. Um, but And it also reminds me of a book that I read, Henry Nowen. It's called uh, uh, The Road to Daybreak. Um, I, you know, everything that you're touching on, it might, uh, might spur on some new, new inspiration through his account there working with a similar population. But I absolutely love just hearing what you're sharing so far. I'm going to check it out. Well, for that, sure. that is a book that involves, um, Larch, I believe. Yes. Or I might, be, I might yep. not pronounce that really well, yes. uh, but In yeah, the, the work that they have done is, is outstanding. We are familiar with it and, yeah. and I'm really, uh, you know, for, for listeners, uh, to this podcast, they could be anywhere. And, and perhaps what we're doing is too isolated to our area for them to necessarily mm. want to get involved with us. But, um, we would love to connect with folks who are lo looking to love adults, or people with yeah. disabilities because there's not a single community anywhere that doesn't need some organization doing what Masterpiece Alliance is trying to do here. And so yeah. kind of working together, sharing resources, partnering just makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And we will put that in, uh, in the show notes for our listeners as well. Um, the, uh, uh, the links there to Facebook and Instagram and have that information there. Um, Scott, is it okay if we include your um, your email account in the show notes as well, in case anybody oh, wants to yeah. reach out directly? Um, so that uh, 
um, so many cool things going on. Um, you know, God has, has, has called us to be active in our faith. Um, yes, we know that rest is, is an important part of, of, of our faith journey too. And, and, uh, as some of our listeners know, that's, you know, a, a book that I'm currently involved in, in working on is, you know, is, is, uh, learning, as as leaders, how to how to rest and depend upon God and in our work and um, but I just love the you know the commitment that you show first and foremost um, you know to the God whom we serve through your work at Salem High School um, with Young Life with Masterpiece Alliance in just so many ways um, I know uh, you know Brett Scott even uh, mentioned to me I, I think in our summer phone call that. You know, he had to pastor his church for a period of time. Is that right, Scott? Uh, no, no, but we did. Uh, uh, no, if my pastor listened to this, he would <laughs> get a kick out of that. Sorry, pastor. Uh, <laughs> well, Tay, you know, Josh, I'm trying to take over your your role there. Yeah. <laughs> no, my my good friend, uh, my good friend Josh Yurton is a pastor of our church. Uh, no, uh, some of us started church actually together. Ah, uh, wow, basically, right. we we sort of saw a need. Um, uh, for a church in our area that would be uh, kind of a, a partner with Young Life mm. um, and sort of what it represents and the kind of the mission-focused nature of, of Young Life and, and other organizations like that. And so we uh, we started this church about, well, I guess we've had Sunday services, although that's not really what a church is all about, but we've had Sunday services for a decade and have sort of been a team for about 12 or 13 years now. And um uh, that's been exciting. So, so sometimes I get to teach at church. In fact, I did this mm. past Sunday, but we do have a pastor and, um, and he is doing a great job. <laughs> and I'm out, not, taking, uh, not trying to take his big, job. Big yeah. time shout out that's to right. pastor Josh. Sorry about yeah. that. Pastor that's Josh. Right. And, uh, right. you know, we are, we are a Virginia tech family. My daughter graduated from Virginia tech. So we, wonderful. you know, we, um, we come right through, uh, obviously, uh, uh, and right by Salem, going down 81. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Pastor Josh, next time we're down for the weekend, I uh, uh, so is the church, uh, Scott, is in Salem? Yeah, so yeah, we actually yeah. We, we, uh, rent space at the YMCA. We, mm. we prefer to not have our money go into a building, and mm. so we meet at the Y, which is a perfect setup for yeah. a, a church service. And uh, we have a little spot downtown Salem that we also lease, for some office space, but also we give away this big front room to Young Life to have their middle school clubs That's and awesome. high school clubs and college Young Life ministry. And uh, yeah, so if you need to stop by. If you're driving by 81, you pro- odds are you'll get stopped by a, an accident on the road <laughs> anyway. So you got to get off in Salem yeah. and drive right through Main Street. So you need yeah. to give me a call and stop by. Krispy Kreme. I think I've been to the Salem Krispy oh, Kreme. Well. Let's go. Now, now, now we're coming. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah, I will contact Krispy Kreme right after we're done recording and ask them to sponsor the next podcast so we can get free donuts. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Scott, we have uh, about uh, four or five minutes left in our time with you, and I just want to hit on two other things with you. Uh, one of them being. Um, more directed to our our teachers and and school leaders who uh who might be tuning in 
um, I was really, you know, um, captured by, and not not that the concept was new, but the presentation that you did in and around beyond the content, obviously coming from a high school background, and, and I was thinking about it through the lens of, of elementary school, we've already adopted some things at our school that I I gleaned from your presentation at, at VAESP. Um, can you share with uh, with our listeners a little bit about um, about beyond the content? What you know, just briefly, what that is, and and why that's a, a passion of yours as a school leader. Sure, and, and I need to shout out again to Ray Moore, who I mentioned I, I mm. taught with when I was a brand new teacher, and, and he's the one who taught me that. Look, it's if you're aiming for the head of a student with your teaching, you're aiming too high. You need to aim for the heart. And mm. that it is truly a matter of uh, of love. There's a there's a great uh, scene in Mr. Han's opus. If you haven't seen the movie, listeners, you need to watch it. But um, there's a scene where the the principal uh, references being a compass in the lives of young people, and so mm. a compass points kids to truth. And so we can look at that from a faith perspective. You can even just look at it yeah. from a practical day-to-day perspective. There are ways of living and of decision-making that allow you to live an autonomous, meaningful life where you can impact those around you for the for the better, and there are ways that don't lead to that. And so the idea of going beyond the content, again, as you said, it's not a new idea, but if I ask teachers, and I get chances to ask this a lot, and I'll say, which would you rather be remembered for, a great being a great teacher of content or someone who impacted and changed someone's life for the better. Yeah. And I to force you to choose, and it's an unfair choice. You should, you should want both. But if I force you to choose, most educators will choose the, the latter. They would rather be someone, notice someone who impacted people's lives for the better. If we then look at how we spend our time as educators, like at home with lesson plans and mm. our focus of professional development, it, it says the other. We spend all sorts of time focused on creating lessons, which we should, and creating learning activities, but then we tend to leave the inspirational impact lives up to chance. And we would never do that with teaching content. At the elementary level, you don't teach a kid to read accidentally. At the high school level, you don't teach a student uh, calculus or algebra accidentally. Mm. You intentionally create these moments. So what Ray taught me when I was a new teacher was to be intentional, intentional about going beyond the content in my classroom with, with students and building that time in. And so that has become something that I saw as a teacher uh, was, was powerful. And, and as a, as a person who understands that there's a bigger world here, right. Than just, can I pass a test? I know how important this is. So my, maybe one of my like life missions, I guess, is to just encourage fellow educators to be as intentional about going beyond the content as they would be about teaching the content. And I, I love that wrap up too. And, you know, I, I was going to ask you, uh, but you, you stole it right away, Scott, because you're that good. Um, yeah. I, I was going to ask you to leave our listeners with uh with just a, a thought to reflect on, and you just did it. Um, there you and, go. Uh, so that, uh, lucky. yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know what a a a wonderful um, few minutes we were able to have together with you. Uh, you know, our our intention, as as our listeners, I think, know, is is to provide podcast content 
in about a 20 to 30 minute window that is uh, able to be consumed in one sitting. Um, and and uh, we hope that you are enjoying the content that we're providing. Um, Scott, uh, what, what a wonderful um, uh, example of, of kingdom work uh, you are doing. Um, we call it and, and often reference, reference it as, as living avodah. Um, we do not shed our, our call to, um, to be followers of Jesus Christ just because we, we walk through the doors of, in our case, a public school building each day. Um, if anything, that is our mission field. Um, and we are called to reflect Christ in, in all that we do, um, in, in pouring into others. And, uh, you certainly, uh, certainly do that. Um, that is such a great teaser, Brett, for what is about to come in January um, when we will have um, Scott Habib live and in person um, at the Life event here in Leesburg, Virginia. Um, Scott will be... Uh, um, you know, that really was just a teaser. Scott will be keynoting that event. He'll be, he'll be sharing, uh, uh, many more stories and anecdotes and just kind of his wisdom, um, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to, to being a leader and a follower of Christ. And, yeah. um, uh, so we are excited about that. Um, January 21st, right, Brad? Yeah. The um, life event. Yeah. I, you know, one thing that, that I, I just really feel inspired by just having this time with you, Scott, is, um, you know, you gave credit to so many, so many people in your building, outside of your building, as you credit your, your wife and your family, your church and, you know, Young Life and other community initiatives that you get to be a part of, you know, and, and, and so that just resonates with me that it's, it's acknowledging that if we're going to reach anybody, we're going to do it together. And these are, these are different areas, community-based, school-based, uh, familial, you know, that, that we need to invest, but we also need to acknowledge that we, we can't get across certain, you know, lines of, of success and development and, um, you know, understanding truth and community if, if we're not doing it together and we're not recognizing that we need each other to do that. So I, I absolutely love hearing, hearing how you credit people. You know, a lot of times the principal gets, gets the accolade. Hey, it's the principal who's leading the school, right? But certainly not by yourself. And uh, I just appreciate that, how that is, is in the fabric of everything that you were sharing uh, in the short time that we had together. Thank you. You know, if Jesus uh, came and did it with friends, you know, when I mission with friends, I think we, we, we definitely better follow that model. Mm. Um, yeah, that's so great. So, uh, Brett, I'm going to give you a minute here um, just before I, uh, I wrap up uh, episode five. Um, I think it's five. Um, episode five, yep. Is it five? All yep. right. Uh, so, um, but I think it's a great opportunity. You know, you're uh, having this opportunity to to uh, um, to hear from from Scott, um, hear the work that's being done down in Salem at Salem High School and in the Salem community. Um, there's great work being done up here too um, in um, in Northern Virginia and Fairfax and Loudoun counties, and soon to be expanding into Maryland. I hear um, um, in and through the work of of staff fellowship. Why don't you uh, just take a minute and, and give our listeners some updates and, and fill them in on what that's all about? Yeah, well, you know, again, um, talking with you, Scott, hearing from you, Scott, um, 
you know, th- this might be something down the road that I, I would be um, completely enthusiastic, you know, and this might already be something I, I would imagine so, um, you know, as a support to your staff that you're leading, you know, um, an opportunity for staff members to find the gospel for the first time or to grow in it um, during their day-to-day working in a vocation uh, in public education. And so that essentially is what staff fellowship um, exists to accomplish, right? To to create avenues and spaces where school employees um, can can find fellowship, they can find community, they can find a, a place of of acceptance uh, on the pretense of of the greatest teacher of all time, Jesus Christ, um, and how his teachings are just as relevant today, and even more so in spaces of education. So, uh, essentially, that's where staff fellowship comes in: Young Life, FCA, students, coaches, families. Uh, and we get to work in tandem with that, uh, with those organizations to target um, school employees uh, during the, the highs and lows of any school year, right? To find uh, uh, new opportunities to connect in a real way and uh, find, you know, faith and fellowship um, through the teachings of Jesus. So, you know, I'm, I'm already planning a trip down, Scott, whether you know it or not. I'd love to come visit your church. My wife and I have have talked um, through house church ideas in previous years. Um, so we'd love to get more, um, more perspective from you, but, um, tell your wife, I'm, I'm jumping on the couch one Sunday <laughs> night so I can come experience Salem high school and hey, um, yeah. maybe support some and, staff. And, and we there. mean it. We, we love, yeah. you know, th- even this connection, Dan, when you call me this summer, yeah, yeah I, I love how God sort of brings people together and uses people together. So, um, I, I, I think this would be wonderful. You let me know when you want to come down and we'll awesome. get together. Awesome. Can't wait. That's great stuff. And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I can speak firsthand to the great, great work Staff Fellowship is doing, and um, Brett just came out to our school the other day, and we've got a group of about 15 staff members meeting before school once a week in a, in a time of Bible study and prayer, um, and uh, um, we love it when Brett brings us food, so thank you for that. Um, yeah, and, uh, but also inviting people into that space, too, yeah, right, to live yeah. missionally, you know, um, yeah. And, and I know, you know, this, Dan, you've seen it so many times of, of praying for staff who are kind of towing the line. You know, I I don't feel comfortable stepping into that with other colleagues, especially, but, um, living missionally, you know, as the spirit leads in different faith-based conversations, Hey, you can experience more. Nobody's going to, um, you know, force you to pray or force you to read scripture or, you know, prove any type of knowledge or lack of knowledge, right, as we're all growing in the knowledge that, that Christ provides us. So it's, it's just exciting to see how, how rapidly things are growing with new groups, new schools, new staff members coming into a, a different, deeper relationship with Jesus right in their building. Uh, that's great stuff. And I want to uh, uh, extend a huge thank you to, yeah. once again to Mr. Scott Habib. Yeah. Um, Scott, we're, we're um, just so thrilled to be able to partner with you. Uh, don't forget to check out the show notes, learn more about uh, Salem High School, about Masterpiece Alliance, about uh, Beyond the Content. Yeah. I'll, I'll have links in there and Scott's um, contact information if something that he said during the podcast has resonated with you, as I know it has with us. Um, you know, jump on that opportunity to reach out to him. Uh, we also want to thank um, our faithful sponsors of LifeCast, Staff Fellowship, of course, Goose Cup Coffee, Brewing with the best of them. Uh, that is also, for those of you who don't know, the home of 
the upper room, which is the offices of Staff Fellowship. So we get to smell the coffee all day long. Um, Sterling has a coffee place that I continue to forget the name of. Come on, Brett. Ridge Top Coffee. Ridge Top Coffee. Write it down, Dan. Ridge Top Coffee. Yeah. Um, we also want to give a special shout out um, in this episode of the podcast to the Leesburg Junction, who will be hosting the Life event in January. Um, they do a lot in support of Staff Fellowship and in support of our school system as well. So uh, thank you, Leesburg Junction and uh, Drew Clyde there for your uh, support of not only um, Staff Fellowship and Loudoun County Public Schools, but of the LifeCast. Uh, so we appreciate that. If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast, please reach out to us at LifeCast, life without the I, because together we are all better. And that is spelled L-F-E-C-A-S-T at staff, three Fs, S-T-A-F-F-F dot org. We'd love to spotlight your business or organization to our broad and growing network of leaders and educators across the country. And we are super excited to bring you some exciting content in episode six. That is going to be, uh, and that will drop in December, um, but that is going to be a preview of the life event. Um, And we are going to uh, have a couple of special guests on that episode getting you excited for the life event on January 21st. Again, our huge thanks to Scott Habib. Yeah, thank you so much, Scott. Thank you, guys. I had a blast, and I appreciate what you're doing and look forward to future connections. And if anyone in the audience out there would love to connect, uh, anything we can do to work together for yeah. this big, cool purpose, I'd love to be part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, my partner, Brett, thanks as always. There we go. Confetti is coming out of the ceiling where we are. Scott, you can't see it, but... Um, I can feel it. Yeah, you can feel <laughs> it, man. It, it uh, looks beautiful. So, well, uh, signing off. You know I like to say it. That's a wrap. Cue the music. <laughs>